I'm Spencer Pulliam, National Scouting and Recruiting Director for ThePrepInsiders.com, and on today's episode of the TPI Podcast, I'm joined by Brandon Ray as we discuss the upcoming Hype Sports Winter Jam in Dallas, Texas. Jam is back for the 12th year. Did I read that right going into 2018? Yes, you did. Wow. Wow. So how many teams are we looking at this year? You've got, I know you've got third through eighth grade, uh, kind of a national field uh, with a big emphasis of, of these Texas teams representing as well. We have 141 teams this year. I'll be in Dallas. You're at the new Drive Nation Complex. I know you've kicked off there. You've got the Duncanville Fieldhouse. Um, we'll get a, my first look anyway at, at this Drive Nation facility. I'm excited about it. Have you had a walk through there yet? Yes, yes, I've walked through there. I mean, it's it's an amazing facility, top of the line, state of the art. So I think you'll be very impressed when you when you finally get to see it. Yeah, and right there on the airport grounds at DFW, so it's very convenient too. So, um, well, anyway, let's just talk talk about this. I mean, I can't believe this thing's in its 12th year now. Time flies, and I've seen a lot of good basketball. Uh, you and I were talking before the podcast about some of our memories and, uh, you know, the last time I was out there. But take us through the history of the tournament. Again, 12th year, maybe some of your favorite memories and, and some of the alumni that have come through this event, you know, in the last decade plus. Oh, yeah, Definitely. Uh, we've been doing it for a long time. Started off uh, small, now we we grew it to pretty much a staple national event across the country for uh, eighth grade and below. Uh, we have some some guys in the league right now. Uh, the guys that play in our tournament are probably just now making it in there. We got De'Aaron Fox, uh, Sacramento, Kelly Oubre for Washington, Justice Winslow, Miami, uh, Julius Randle, Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Justin Jackson plays for Sacramento as well, so we have a uh, we have a lot of the uh, good kids and um, some of the top kids in college right now. Lonzo Trier out of Arizona playing our tournament. Uh, so uh, Emmanuel Mudiay is another guy in the NBA for the Nuggets. We've had some pretty marquee talent uh, as far as right now in high school. Um, one of the top kids in the country. Uh, R.J. Hampton, that's a 2020 class. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, top five kid in the country. He, play, he played in our events uh, recently, a couple of years ago. Um, Tyrese Maxey, he's the top 20 kid in the country. Uh, 2019, he's a rising junior. He's uh, He played in our events. Um, Avery Anderson, top 60. Uh, Grant Sherfield, UCLA commit. is uh, top 50. Uh, Devion Harmon. Was committed to Oklahoma, top 40 kid in the country in 2019. He played uh, in our event, um, so we have uh, a lot of uh, top notable kids, especially in the Southwest region in Louisiana, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Texas area. And then we have a really nice pipeline out of California. So a lot of the top kids out of California come in, and they come and play in our event in January. So we've been doing it for a while. Still trying to improve and get better. 
and you just you just enjoy the competition and like seeing the kids competing, getting better and building relationships. No question. I, I love the fact, you know, again, dozen years now, you mentioned some of those guys. When you were going through that list, I was just thinking to myself, it's amazing the high school, college, the NBA talent that Texas is producing right now. I mean, you think about Dallas, the Houston area, San Antonio's on the rise. I mean, to be labeled a football state, it's just an athletic state down there in Texas. It's really amazing to think about some of those guys coming out. And you mentioned De'Aaron Fox, obviously had a chance to see him play in your tournament. Um, you know, that old Houston Select team that had Justice Winslow. You mentioned Kelly Oubre, some some really good memories uh, back in the day with that group. And then, you know, it's funny, I think when I was watching De'Aaron Fox and that defenders group, of course, you brought in Cali Style, Cody Riley, who's at UCLA now, and Derek Thornton, who's at Southern California. But that group as eighth graders, I just happened to be sitting around um, after that championship game and, and walked – BU All Stars, and that was that was R.J. Hampton that you mentioned. With of course Jalen Wilson, who's a you know top 2019 recruit too. So just a lot of talent. I mean, you're you're lucky to be down in there in Texas with so much talent. I know you won the gauntlet championship at the high school level this summer, coaching those guys. I mean, um, I'd say fair to say that the talent in Texas has done you right over the last dozen years for sure. Definitely, definitely. Don't forget, you also uh, fell upon some of the podcasts, Ferguson. That's right. You yeah. got that same tournament. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's oh. a great memory. Great memory. Um, wow. Yeah, you're right. It's, I mean, there's going to be guys that get that get left out of this list today for sure. But uh, you know, that's why I'm excited to be back in DFW to start 2018. I think it's always a great kickoff. Again, what you guys have done with the Hype Sports Winter Jam, just very, very impressive and. You bring back that West Coast contingent this year. Let's just start in the eighth grade division. That's your oldest division. Obviously, you guys kind of specialize in that youth middle school basketball um, sector. So, you know, three teams that jump off the page right away on the schedule just because they're from out of state West Coast teams. You've got Ballers Select, MVP Flight Elite, and Vegas Elite. So you've got your California, Nevada contingent there. Um, you know, I know Vegas Elite made national headlines the last couple of years. They've had such strong groups. You were telling me that, you know, they may come into this event with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder just because, you know, there's some folks maybe saying that their 2022 group is not as strong. Um, but Ballers Select, MVP, Flight Elite, I would imagine you're expecting them to be playing on Sunday as well in the final day of the bracket. They they both are kind of gearing up and have their rosters ready for this event. Definitely, definitely. I expect uh Definitely expect all those to be represented on the top bracket on Sunday. Uh, very strong West Coast contingent. All three of these teams, national level teams with with uh, really good players that are looking to come to Texas and and battle against the Texas teams in the 2022 class. Texas, for the last four or five years, kind of has had a, a strong contingent of teams with at least three to four national level teams. So it'll be exciting to see how everything has evolved over the last three or four years. Now that these guys are in eighth grade, getting ready for high school and things like that. I've got my work cut out for me to see all these groups. So just looking again at the schedule, eighth grade class of 2022 this year, Team FOE, we know that these teams, you know, switch names from year to year. That's the former group you were telling me that was, um, I guess, D1 Premier. And then before that, they were RM5. So, you know, maybe give us a little bit of background on kind of that Texas Hard Work Group out of San Antonio. You've got Team FOE, maybe a sleeper group with, you know, Tony Johnson always has the Mustangs competitive with local talent. And then you've got that 
Houston Hoops team, um, the seventh grade group playing up in the eighth grade division, kind of, you know, representing some of your stronger squads in Texas to start out the year. Definitely a team FOE. That's, that's the uh, last year they were armed five. Uh, Matt Steffi's group, uh, him and Josh Woodson are, are working together this year. Uh, they have a new coach, uh, Terrell. Coach Terrell will be coaching that group. They're really strong. Have some really good kids. Get the Isaiah, Isaiah kid, and Casey, uh, the wing. So you know they're they've won it the last two years in a row. So it'll be interesting um, that um, flight MVP flight team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they like to be called flight elite. They they uh, beat um, team four the last time they played in Texas. So team four won the winter jam the last three years, but. Uh, two a couple years ago, um, MVP came out and beat that D1 team when they were in sixth grade. So it'd be interesting to see, you know, when they play each other again in Texas to see who see how they see how they come out. Um, hard work, hard work has gotten really good. They were always a good team. That's an Under Armour Under Armour team in Texas, um, out of San Antonio. They're probably one of the Probably one of the better teams, if not the best team in Texas now. They were able to get some of the uh, golf, uh, golf Coast blue chips before they went over with Houston Hoops. They were able to get those kids to come over there. So pretty much because Houston Hoops already had a team in that class. Right, right. So the golf, the golf Coast kids, half of them went to the Hoops, and the other half went to a hard work to make hard work even more formidable. So those are two really strong teams in the state of Texas. Uh, that in Baller Select, that's a good eighth grade team. I think they uh, they have some new kids that are looking to get on the radar and play against some of these top kids in the country, and they're they're looking forward to the challenge. Uh, a sleeper team would definitely be uh, Dallas Mustangs. They were sleeper last year in the seventh grade division. It was a loaded field in the seventh grade division. Um, that tournament was won by uh, Team Foe. They were armed five last year. They won it. Um, and the Mustangs were kind of under the radar. Uh, very rich in tradition program. Uh, been with Adidas for a long time. But they really hadn't had a powerhouse young team in probably five or six years. And um, he was able to, Tony Johnson was able to put it back together. And they have a really competitive team. They made it to the Elite Eight last year. And they actually uh, lost to um, uh, they lost to RM5 last year in the Elite Eight, so that was a surprise. I expect the same thing this year, and probably there's always somebody new that pops onto the radar, so I'm sure somebody is going to make a name for themselves, a team or individual player this weekend in the eighth grade as well. No doubt. We'll definitely get to see those guys. I mean, again, that's that's why it's so exciting. You know, you mentioned that alumni list. I mean, I think you guys in 12 years – you know, by the time of some of your current players that are in high school and college age out, I mean, you guys may be averaging about a you know one pro a year out of this thing, um, and that doesn't even account you know all the high major guys. I mean, you've probably double digits in terms of the you know future high major collegiate players that this tournament's producing every year. So very excited. I know in our post event coverage we'll go over that list of names and we'll have coverage throughout the weekend too on the PrepInsiders.com. So uh, we'll definitely work our way through that 2022 class as the 
uh, weekend moves forward. And then your seventh grade division is just as strong with that Texas representation. You've got Drive Nation, of course, in their new facility. Um, is this, this is probably their debut kind of national tournament there in their own backyard, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. This is the the first, you know, national event that they're going to have, definitely for the youth. So it's a great way to kick off their facility. It opened up probably about six weeks ago. Um, and so it's very new. Court's new. Everything's new. Still smells new when you go in there. So <laughs> the lacquer is on the floor, right? Very excited. Yeah, very excited. Very excited to have this facility, this event at that facility. No question. No question. And then you've got um, the seventh grade FOE team that'll be playing there alongside hard work. Um, you've got some great basketball bloodlines. Greg Buckner has a team out there. TJ Ford's going to have a team out there in the seventh grade division. And you mentioned some of these Oklahoma guys, you know, Alonzo Trier uh, was living in Oklahoma at the time that he came through your event and Terrence Ferguson, Terrence Ferguson originally from Oklahoma, if I'm not mistaken. So Oklahoma chaos coming in to kind of, you know, bring some potential storylines, headlines to that seventh grade division as well. What are your thoughts there? Definitely. Uh, chaos. Chaos is going to surprise a lot of people. And they have they, they have size. They have athleticism. They have probably the best group out of Oklahoma. So they're definitely going to come in. Drive Nation as a national level group. They're, they're a top team in the country. Um, like I said, Greg Buckner, they have a really good seventh grade team, really under the radar. They're going to surprise a lot of people this year with, with the national product that they'll be able to put on the court as well as um, FOE. FOE seventh grade, um, they were the, um, the Mark, they were with Marcus Smart last year. They were Adidas last year. And now they went with um, the FOE group with Josh and Matt. And they have a really good really good seventh grade team. Uh, you'll probably see uh, Drew Steffi on that team um, as well as have probably one of the top sixth graders around, definitely uh, in this part of the country. Uh, Deontrell Barrett, he's a sixth grader, but he'll be playing on the seventh grade FOE team. Yep. And we remember, of course, Dion Barrett uh, said that 20, what, 16 class, Brandon, who's now you know playing Division One basketball. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 2016 class. He's now a UTA. Yep, yep. So, yeah, good players there. And then you tell me that the, what, the sixth grade division, the 2024 may actually be the strongest division when we, you know, even when we look back maybe four or five years down the road, the just high-level teams and prospects in this division. I know you're excited about that 2024 group. Oh, yeah, definitely. 2024 is, is extremely deep, you know, when with a sixth grade is always, a very deep class because you know, they don't get caught up in the rules. So, you know, a lot of times we uh, we would have even more teams coming in in seventh and eighth grade. It's just that some states have different rules, so we normally are able to get the states that still allow kids to play in uh, middle school in seventh and eighth grade. In sixth grade, they don't have those rules, so we always have a strong representation nationally. I think we have. I think eight different states represented in the uh, in the sixth grade class alone. And, uh, definitely, all the bordering states of mm -hmm. Texas are represented, and then as far east as Virginia, and you know as far as far west as uh, California and Nevada. So, uh, and then in the Midwest, of course, um, Missouri and Kansas as well. So it's uh. A lot of a lot of states represented in strong field, um, 
that we have and a lot of top-ranked teams. I mean, we have, I think, four of the top 15 teams in the country and I think seven of the top 25 teams in the country that will be represented at our event. Yeah, no question. Again, you get that TJ Ford group um, out of Virginia that's, you know, the, I guess, former Vicks for Kids group that a lot of people on the East Coast will be familiar with. You've got Gym Time Hoops coming down. I see a couple more Oklahoma teams on here. You mentioned Nevada, Vegas Elite with another young sixth grade team. They're bringing a couple from Kansas, Texas. Who jumps out at you uh, in terms of a watch list? Maybe some teams that, you know, you expect to be in that maybe Elite Eight Final Four come Sunday at this event. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, the Houston Hoop Blue Chip team, uh, coached by Christian Beg, they're one of the top teams in the country. I definitely expect them to be their team thrill out of uh, Maryland. So uh, they're they're one of the top teams in the country. I expect them. TJ Ford. So you know we have Virginia and Maryland both represented. Uh, the DMV area is going to be represented really well in the uh, in at the Winter Jam in Texas. Mm-hmm. In January this weekend, so those those two teams definitely out of the East Coast. Um, I have uh, Houston Hoop uh, as well, and then I have uh, Louisiana uh, Triple Threat. I think those will probably be four four teams that have a strong chance as well. I mean, but there's like it's probably eight to ten teams. Honestly, it's a toss up, but those are those are four off the top of my head that I feel like has a strong chance to do really, really well. And there's a couple other teams, uh, Oklahoma Shield out of Oklahoma. That's the best group out of Oklahoma. Um, You have Vegas Elite out of Nevada. They're a really strong group out of Vegas as well. So we, and then they're just coming from all over. So like I said, there's literally eight to 10 teams. So I might be forgetting a couple just off the top of my head, but that's a very strong field. No question. It'll be exciting to watch. Yeah, I'm excited as well. You know, we're actually – I plan to spend a little bit of time watching that sixth grade division, of course, with our NCAA scouting service. You know, by rule with the bylaws, we're able to start at seventh grade. But, um, you know, for the website coverage, we'll we'll follow this sixth grade group. And I'm trying to get some names from the future because that group is so talented and the, the field is so deep this year at the event. Um, you know, speaking of some of these younger guys, I, it's funny, you know, you were mentioning – I ask you if you had retired now with the gauntlet final, retire on top, but you're back at it. I know you've got a son who, man, the last time I was in Dallas, he was a little guy, but second grader now. Um, give us some of those young guys' storylines. I know those kids come to compete too, and you know, I know you've got, a, I guess, a second through fifth grade division that you're going to be running out there too and some pretty good teams in that field as well. Definitely. Uh, you know, we're well represented uh, in fifth grade. We have the number one team in the country, and they're happy to be out of Texas. SA Future, uh, Coach Coach Cody does a great job with those guys. Uh, his son and uh, Kingston Flemings, he's one of the top kids in that class. Their their fifth grade team is really hard, really hard to deal with. They're probably one of the better teams. They're the best fifth grade team in the country. But we have some other teams that that's coming in in the fifth grade that's trying to trying to compete with them. It's strong. Uh, it's strong in basically every class. In fourth grade, we have uh, the number one team as well, uh, North Coast Blue Chips. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach Blackwell, I mean, he, he runs a great he runs a, he runs a great program. He has his own program, uh, Pride, out of Indiana. But he hooked up with uh, Clive and North Coast Blue Chips. It's a great situation. 
and they're they're the top fourth grade team in the country. And then we have the number one third grade team in the country in Oklahoma Chaos. So I'm very excited about, you know, the third grade field. The third grade field and the sixth grade are national, like extremely strong with depth. You know, third grade field probably has, you have 15 teams mm-hmm. and all of them are, all of them are national level. So every game is going to be competitive to the wire. You know, not it's not a usual third grade division. It's, it's a very competitive, and they're coming from all over the country. You know, in third grade, they're getting on planes in third grade to come and, and play in this event. So I mean, they're coming from Kentucky, they're coming from California, they're coming from Kansas, coming from Louisiana. I mean, they're coming from all over. So. Very excited about our third through fifth grade. No question. A lot of kids, parents, and coaches that love grassroots basketball. I don't think people outside of this world really understand it when you talk about third graders getting on planes from all over the country to come play on events. But, hey, man, that's the world we live in. We love it. Um, you know, I'm excited to be down there this weekend. I know this is the third stop of this 2017-18 Jam Series that you guys are doing with Hype Sports. You guys were in – Chicago, right before Thanksgiving, I believe, in Oklahoma City, uh, right before Christmas. You'll do this one right after the new year in Dallas. You've got Kings of the Court coming up uh, February 24th and 5th um, in Dallas as well. Then your summer jam to close out May and the finale uh, that first weekend of August in Dallas. So out of those six, uh, has Winter Jam kind of been the crown jewel for you? It's definitely kind of the halfway point for teams to see where they're at and of course, halfway point geographically, too. You've got teams coming in from both sides of the country. So is that fair to say this is something you guys have been looking forward to? I know teams around the country have been looking forward to this for a while. Definitely, yeah. I would say that this is our marquee one. Like I said, this is our marquee event. This is the first one we've done. So this one in the Summer Jam, those are kind of the ones that we've done the longest. So those are kind of marquee staples. We jam a little bit more just due to January. There's nobody really doing national events in January, so we're able to do it. It was just good timing. We're able to get help with some guys like you, Spence, that uh, helped us out. You know, funny story about Spence is that, you know, he, he had his own service uh, very similar to what he has now called Hype Basketball. So we, I hooked up with Spence about seven, eight years ago and asked him if he could come out, and he was moving on to bigger and better things, and, and he was able to really help us out uh with everything because we were kind of intertwined. He had hype basketball. We were hype sports. So it was kind of a catchy thing that, that I thought that was good for, for uh, hype sports. And that's how I hooked up with, uh, with you, Spence. And it, 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 and it really helped us out when you came out and did that coverage the first year. It really helped us get on the national stage. So I appreciate that. Mm, absolutely. The feeling's mutual. I mean, again, you guys always do a first-class job. The talent, obviously, never disappoints. I mean, I think the – the tournament now definitely speaks for itself. I mean, it, it needs no introduction. So we're excited to be back out there to start 2018. It's been a few-year hiatus just because of, you know, conflicts in the schedule and whatnot. But uh, to be back in Dallas, start the new year, uh, definitely wouldn't want to be anywhere else. So I'm excited to be out there. People listening, if you do want to check out uh, the tournament series, it's hypebasketball.com. That's H-Y-P-E basketball.com. And, Brandon, you're not a tough guy to find. You got your number pasted there on the website, your uh, business partner, Jeff Hoy, too, in the email. So nobody can say that they uh, they couldn't get in touch with you if they want to play in this thing moving forward. Uh, they've got three more opportunities uh, following Winter Jam. So, 
Um, hopefully this will draw some interest in the event or even more interest than you already have. And uh, we'll follow up with the post-event recaps and appreciate you joining us here on the TPI podcast to start the year. All right, no problem, Thank you. Yeah, man, we'll see you in Dallas. Okay. Thanks, All right. Brandon.